go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters, Hunters Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle. We're getting into the business end of the season, the first of our senior grand finals this week. And uh, with grand finals on the horizon, preliminary finals in Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League, we thought, uh, who else to get? Uh, but uh, the crowd favourite and superstar himself, uh, Waratah Mayfield Cheetahs, uh, superstar who tends to step up for those bar TV games, Timmy Christie. <laughs> How are you, mate? And the crowd goes wild. Yeah, about time too. Uh, mate, uh, we might start just a quick a quick touch on um, last week's episode and your former teammate, Dwayne Sampson, Bachelor yeah, of the Year, mate. Who would have thought? It. Oh, mate, I thought it all along. Good man. Yeah, more well, of him to love. There, there is more of him to love. It was all um, done on his, on his their uh, written entries, though. He picked Matty Richards out uh, and him. one of the boys from out at Dora Creek, Joey Bobbin. So. Uh, congrats to the big Sambo then. Mate, well, mate. He's a catcher for any of those ladies that are out there looking. Just slide into <laughs> his DMs. A big fella will love it. Yeah, he will. He did, he did mention a couple of times in there that he was loaded. I reckon that might have bought, it, bought him some points. Yeah, probably. Mate, it's, it's a way to be, mate. The train's loaded up with coal. He's all tied up with the cash. That's it. Mate, uh, finals footy, as I said. Uh, you guys got off to the perfect start. You finished the regular season with a bang and then had the week off. Back in for a game. Absolutely decimated Dudley and uh, through to the big dance. Yeah, we played well. We've, we, I think we're finally coming together as a, as a side. Um, you know, had a few ins and outs all over the year. Finally, put our probably our strongest side together, and um, yeah, we 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 got the bickies, which was good. And but you know, all, full credit to Dudley though too. They played pretty hard for the, you know the first half of it, and then we just kind of ran away. And the, these quarters, these twenty minute quarters, seem to be getting the best of all of us. I think. Yeah, it can really change how how a game plays out. That's for sure. And uh, momentum wise, yeah, I've found it really difficult. You could be coming into a you know the back end of a game, on the roll, and then twenty minute break, and they they <laughs> get over the top of you. But you know, it's a fair game. So yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how that plays out, but it is what we're stuck with with the wonderful world of COVID, and we've seen a, a little bit of a spike in the last 24 hours, so touch wood that that uh, uh, is is just one blemish and not, not a sign of things to come, and we can get through the next, uh, what is it now, 10 days? Yeah. And uh, get through the big dance next week, so... Who would have uh, thought, eh, at the start of the season? Yeah, certainly, and uh, I don't know, did you catch much of the other semi-final? And I know we'll get into them quickly later on, but uh, did you get, see much of Averglassen and Wall's End? Uh, I did, actually. I caught my, most of the game. Maryland, yeah, were pretty um, depleted, I think, in the sides. You, yeah, obviously you caught <laughs> caught it from the best side on the field. <laughs> and I was right in the middle, yes. Sending sending blokes off every left, right and centre. I, I wasn't sending blokes off. I've been one guy twice. Yes, unheard uh, of. Mate, uh, no, look, Wall's End, I think, you know... Uh, they were a good side on their day, but Averglassen just got the upper hand, and they're a real side. We've seen that when they've taken on Dudley a couple of times this year already that they've rolled them. So I think it's a battle of the forwards this weekend yep. with them, I think, yeah. Averglassen have got a real strong pack, tough blokes, been around footy for a long time, and I think that's if they're going to get Dudley this week, that'll be yeah. Yeah, we'll jump into that one in yep. a second. We might start with the... Uh, we might just have a quick run through of the uh, the results from last week. Uh, the winners, I guess, um, is probably the best place to start, and those teams that were eliminated... Um, so we'll start with the ladies' league tag in the A grade. Aberglassen ran out comprehensive winners over Greta Brankston, which was pretty much uh, to the script there. Started off the day at Waratah Oval. That's all Greta Brankston as a sixth-place team eliminated. 
uh, in the other ladies' league tag A games. Third place, Stroud, went down to uni in an absolute hammering, which was a bit of a turn-up for the books. But I think everyone knew that once uni found their stride at the back end of the season that they would be a dark horse, even though they finished in fourth. So uh, Stroud do stay alive, thanks to the double chance. Uh, in the final game, Fingal defeated Raymond Terrace. So... Uh, this week's fixtures will see University take on Fingal, and that one will be an absolute humdinger. And Aberglassen, who will head in fairly warm favourites at, against Stroud. So Aberglassen will take on uh, Stroud at St John Oval on the second field, while University will be up at uh, Raymond Terrace taking on Fingal Bay. So it'll be an interesting one, those two, mate. Yeah, be fun. It'll be, um, be good to watch. St John getting two, ga- two games on it. Both grounds, that's awesome. Yeah, both, or both, both grounds both uh, will have that to start at 9.30, just in the interest of time. Otherwise, we'd be uh, kicking off the A-grade matches, I'd say, yeah. at about 5.15 in the afternoon, like uh, Waratah had the other day. And it was a long day at Waratah for uh, poor old Kevy King. Uh, yeah, it was, mate. He's the top, top of his, his head. head yeah. <laughs> Looked like a little beat trick, Kevy. <laughs> the full bugger. Uh, he's a hard worker. There's, uh, there's no trading that in. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so certainly, I think, in the interest of time, even though I'm sure the A-grade boys wouldn't mind playing it about uh, 5 or 5.30 at night uh, as opposed to 3.45. Yeah, a bit cooler, but... But, uh, yeah, we'll certainly um, find out uh, how some teams handle the heat this week. Uh, so that's the uh, A-grade, mate. So who, who are your tips there? Uni and Fingal? Yeah, you'd go Uni and Fingal, wouldn't you? Uh, so who, who are you going out of Uni? Oh, uni yeah, Uni over Fingal, sorry. Uni, uni over Fingal. Yeah. And uh, Aberglassen to beat Stroud? Yeah, I go for Abergas and yeah. yeah. They haven't uh, haven't had a loss yet this season, um, and I think they've won the last three in a row. So in terms of comps, so mm. uh, maybe something like two losses in four seasons. It's oh, not really? a bad record. Yeah, uh, Mick Akers as coach there. Uh, all right, into the ladies' league tag B grade, and the uh, they had a four team final series. Similar to what you guys have got in the B grade, and Malabula knocked off the newest girls on the block, the Hamilton Ducks, with a late try to win twelve six in. What I've been told by Tyler Smith was a defensive masterclass. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if he knows what defence is, but apparently, uh, as we'll get to in a minute, he knows how to score a match winner. Yeah, right. Um, so that sees the end of Malabula. Shortland had a good win over Dungog. See Shortland go through to the grand final, and uh, Dungog will now drop back and play in the preliminary final this week against Malabula. That, again, will be at 9.30am on this time on the second field at Lakeside over there at Raymond Terrace. So not too far for either side to go. It's a pretty pretty neutral ground right in the middle for them. Yeah. It'll be an interesting one. Dungog ran second. Malabula ran third. Uh, Malabula sat at the top of the table for quite a period of season. Dungog, like Hamilton, finished the season with a flurry, but that loss to Shortland might have dinner their confidence. Yeah, you'd think so. But as, as um, you said, Shortland into the grand final now. So, you know, they're a strong side and, you know, you can't take much away from that. Got to regroup and get back in it this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. So who's your tip there, mate? Is it going to be the Malabula Panthers or the Dungog Warriors? Oh, it's a tough one. I'm going to go Malabula. Panthers, likely. I like it. Um, now, the women's tackle, mate, and uh, you've got, a, you got a, a dog in the fight here after Waratah had a good win over Raymond Terrace in the late game on uh, Saturday at Waratah, while uh, in the other game, Aberglassen uh, knocked over Berkeley Vale, the uh, perennial powerhouse, for the second time this year. So that sits 2-1, and one and... Look, Berkeley Vale will be smarting after that one, and they'll be wanting to uh, uh, get another shot at Aberglassen next week. But uh, the Lady Cheaters, I'm sure, will, will be uh, hoping they fly under the radar a little bit and can knock the Panthers over. Who wins the battle of the big cats? Mate, you got to back Waratah, don't you? Every day of the week. Mate, you've you got to think everyone, everyone's, everyone's on that side. Uh, all the Newcastle people will be up and around that, yeah? yeah Coast side coming so. in, taking yeah, our silverware. Yeah, you wouldn't that, would you? Seeing uh, the girls train, they train pretty hard, so they deserve a good win. Even if they don't, uh, don't get the big, big one, they deserve to be there. 
Yeah, look, Berkeley finished with a flurry the other day, and and again they'll probably you know as a side that uh, only missed the minor premiership due to a uh, a, a cancelled game against Waratah, ironically enough, um, that they'll be they'll be chomping at the bit to to um, to go well here. But I think this will be a nice physical game. So if you can get down to St John early, and uh, it'll be well worth the uh, the five dollar price of admission. Um, of course, you know. And, uh, participating in uh, watching the game responsibly and follow the COVID rules and all that stuff, mate, because we don't want any uh, anything linked to our code. No, that's right. Um, but uh, that, that'll be the ladies' game. So all the ladies' games, all 9.30, either at Lakeside Oval or at St. John. So we've got the ladies' league tag A and the women's tackle at St. John, the Aberglassing game in the ladies' league tag A, uh, and then two tag games at Lakeside with Malibula Dungog in the B grade and Union Fingal in the A grade. We then jump down and the 11.15 time slot, uh, the Katara Bears. Uh, they were the minor premiers after a two-point win over the Kersley Crushers in the final round, but uh, Kersley turned the tables on them in the major semi-final and booked their way through to the grand final. Uh, meanwhile, Shortland uh, disposed of Wanji in what was a very heated encounter, I'm told. So, a few fisty sh- cuffs, mate, was there? Yeah, apparently so. Uh, a few handbags at 10 paces. I'm not sure there was anything actually thrown, but uh, okay. yeah, no love lost, so... This is a bit of a, a local rivalry, a bit of a derby. Yeah, I'm sure a lot, a few sure years a lot back, of these guys would have been two A-grade sides. Yeah, you'd think so. A lot of the boys probably know each other pretty well. I think a few of the boys from the former Katara side are playing at Shortland now. Cal Ben, Bezo, a few of them boys have had a few years at Katara and now they're at Shortland. So I'm sure there's going to be a few uh, few words and maybe more thrown on the weekend. Jeez, Bezo's had a few clubs, hasn't he? Cardiff, Waratah, Katara, Shortland, West. West. Oh dear. He gets around, mate. He does. He gets around. I think he's out injured, actually, at the moment, which is probably best for everyone's uh, safety uh, if a blue does break out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a big man, Bezo. But, uh, mate, I'd, I'd say you've got a bit of a foot in the Katara camp here. Yeah, I've got a few mates in the Katara camp. Um, Lung Snookerberry, good luck to him on the weekend. But I know a few boys in the shorty one as well, but... I think Waratah and the Shortland rivalries were still fierce, so I'm going Qatar in this one. <laughs> the Bears to go through and match up for the, with the Crushers for what will be the third time in four weeks. Yeah, um, there's nothing like it when you see a bit of that as you head into the finals and then the lot, you know, to win the minor premiership and then to get through to the grand final. And then the last one, obviously, if they do get through, will be um, the grand final, which uh, adds some spice. So, uh, speaking of games with a bit of spice, these two clashed a few times last year and uh, fought out the minor premiership in what was the D-grade Southern Pool, Swansea versus the Hamilton Ducks. Hamilton uh, getting it done in extra time uh, against Morissette last week. Swansea just pipping Dungog. So both have uh, had some tough footy to get here. What do they call it? The Battle of the Pond, is it? Yeah, the, the, I call it Waterfowl Warfare. Waterfowl. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the Duck Pond versus the uh, the Swan Swamp or something like that. But uh, they're going to be up there at Raymond Terrace. A bit of a trek for both sides. But yep. uh, as uh, one of the boys from Hamilton put it last week, when they had to head up and take on Morris at Malibula, we'll play anywhere. It doesn't matter. Uh, they're quite keen, the boys in C grade. So Swansea and Hamilton, mate. Uh, you got a few of the boys there in the... Uh, the Hamilton camp, Jakey Lawrence. Yeah, uh, Jakey's going well, I think. And the big gub, D- Tyler Smith. Now, mate, I'm, I'm hearing, I don't, you can tell me whether you believe this or not, allegedly the last try last week, he broke through and stepped the fullback and burnt him. And his knees are all good, stayed together. Mate, I don't a, believe it. Appa- don't apparently, there's no injury mate, come out of that. I'll tell you what, there, there's it. a crater on Malibu Sporting <laughs> Complex though, isn't there? Oh, there'd have to be, wouldn't there? Oh, mate, the big, the big, uh, the big. I reckon it would have been a big step with a don't argue from Tyler. I don't ball out the right hand. How far did he tell you it was out? Oh, mate, I read it on the Hamilton Ducks. They didn't, they didn't have a measurement, so it's probably he probably <laughs> fell over. He probably tripped yeah. over the fullback and yeah. fell over the line. That was his step. He had the Kiwi side step. Yeah. So look, I've, I've uh, have chatted to a couple of boys from some of the sides here, and uh, look, they're chomping a the bit. They reckon they're pretty much full strength. The Ducks and. 
you know, you'd be a brave man to, to write them off at this point. Uh, yeah, they finished third. They had a bit of a, a lull in the middle of the season, but they're, they're powering on at the moment, and uh, they'll be eyeing off second season, second grand final. Yeah, you'd think so, and I know... Um There'll be a there'll be a good pre-game speech from Jakey Lawrence up there. Um, he's always got a few decent quotes in him. I think one of them has been printed on the uh, grand final jersey from last year. So I'm sure he'll have a few more in his kitty to, to spray out this weekend. He's, as he's, well. a, he's a man, man of uh, many wise sayings. Is Jake Lawrence, isn't he? So, he is. and look, Swansea they've got a strong side as well. They've got some really um, a couple of good experienced forwards, some young guys out in the back line that can really strike, and they're a side that. Yeah, they've somewhat flown under the radar, interestingly, because they finished second, because they came up from D-grade when the regrading happened, yeah. and they just kept pipping sides. You know, Budgie were undefeated minor premiers. Swansea held them to a draw, had a kick from the sideline to win at home. So, um, you know, take them lightly at, you know, at your own, you know, mercy, Hamilton, um, and I certainly don't think they will. But, yeah, these two sides will know each other well from the last two years, and, and this one will be an absolute humdinger at uh, 1.30 up there at Lakeside Sporting Complex. Yeah, it'd be good to get up there. If I can make it up there, I would like to go see Jackie have a run. I haven't, haven't had a chance to see the Ducks have a go this year, and from what I've heard, there's a fair few new players from last year, so it'd be good. Yeah, mate, you can get a 9.30 out at uh, St John, watch the Waratah girls, and then scoot up there for 1.30 up at... Uh, up going, at Raymond Terrace. Going through some petrol. Oh, that's all right, mate. Uh, I, I hear you're on pretty good coin these days. So. Pine of Coke, mate. Pine of Coke. That's the, that's the diet of Tim Christie, the, <laughs> the, the, the evergreen wicked athlete. Wings, mate. Wicked wings. Yeah. <laughs> what was it on the way here? Yeah, no, the Zinger Burger Box. Zinger Burger here. Box, yeah. Beautiful, mate. Uh, trying to bulk up. You've seen what Savo can do in terms of try scoring, so <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. I think that might help. He gets a triple on the, on the weight he has, so I'm going for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the other C-grade game, uh, now I'll, I'll refrain from commenting too much on this one because I'll be the man in the middle on this. It is the minor premiers, Budgiewoy versus Morissette. Morissette went to extra time last week uh, against Hamilton. And, and look, they've been there most of the season. They had a really good couple of encounters with Budgiewoy earlier in the year. And uh, look, they've got a really strong forward pack. The uh, the, the Bulls and, and the Budgie Bulldogs, as I said before, went through undefeated. Some really strong players and um, they can strike anywhere on the field. So this one will be a, the Bulldogs versus the Bulls. And it's a, it's a bit of a derby almost for them because, you know, Morris said almost at the coast there, yeah. Budgie at the top of the coast. Could claim it, There's yeah. a bit of, there is a bit of rivalry between these two teams, that's for sure. Yeah, knowing, knowing the, um, the Morrisette outfit they've had for a few years, very tough forward pack. You know, I've played together for a long time. And yeah, obviously you haven't seen much of Budgie Boy this year, but to finish first in a comb like that, so yeah, it should be a good um good little little hit out for him. Yeah, it'll certainly uh be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to being in the middle for it. It'll be nice and physical. Both have got very big four packs that uh, uh have no qualms about absolutely carting it up the middle. Um but um yeah, it might be uh some backline movement that might be the difference between these two, and it'll certainly be interesting to see uh who can execute on the day. Um, and that, that's all these games come down to now. They are all elimination, mate. Um, it's all, all about who who gets there, uh, gets it all gelling on the day, isn't it? Yeah, it's a different comp final, so you're exactly right there. Like anyone could win, and anyone can get through to the GF next week. Exactly right. So it'll be interesting to see that last week that that heat and playing the extra time. Whether that's taken any toll on Morris. It is, you know. I mean, you had the week off before. Budgie had a bit easier of the going, fifty to twelve over Raymond Terrace. But um, yeah, look again. Any, anyone that turns up taking their opposition lightly this weekend is probably going to find themselves out in their ass. Yeah, you're not wrong there. So that's the C grade. We'll jump into the competition that, uh, mate, you're the guru of here. <laughs> uh, the Dudley Magpies will take on the Aberglasson Ants after Dudley, uh, as we talked about earlier, uh, a scoreline that, you know, from, from talking to you, and I didn't catch the game, but might, might have, you know, made it sound like you did a bit bigger of a job or they weren't quite in the in the fight as much as they were. And Aberglasson with the... You know, they were always... You know, working against Walls End, but a pretty comfortable scoreline too. Yeah, as, uh, go to the Aberglass game first. They um, yeah, they pretty much out yeah, muscled them during the game. I th- like I said, I think Maryland were um 
a bit depleted with players coming into the finals and stuff. And Aberglassen are a good side. They just, you know, went through their paces and, and got the job done pretty easily. Bit of a fight there for Maryland, but I don't think that um, was ever out of Aberglassen's hands, was it? No, they, they look quite strong. And the thing about Aberglassen is if, if you let them play their style of football and control the game, that's when they're dangerous. We've seen, as I said, um, you know, a couple of times this year, I think they might hold a 2-0 and record. Uh, against the Magpies. I'll just try and bring that up while we're talking. But, um, yeah, if, if Aberglassen try to start, you know, playing on those edges, which is probably where they're a bit stronger, they've got some good fo- good forwards in the middle, but no one that's going to, you know, absolutely blow you away. I mean, they've obviously got Wendell Wilson's been a yeah. big addition for them this year. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 a real, you know, they'll, they'll take a couple up the middle and they'll start punching on the edges. They can go wide. They've got big, strong and quick guys, deceptively uh, quick and strong centres. So if you ta- try and take them on at their own game, they w- they will generally come off uh, better for it. Dudley, on the other hand, a very strong forward pack. We know about the Clark boys and some of those other guys they've got there. Um, the Jones boys. And- sorry, the Jones boys. Sorry, not the Clark boys. The Jones boys and um, Big Jolly Williams. These sorts of guys. There's a lot of big bodies there, and they just keep rolling them off the bench. So it's you know it's not like some of these sides in these grades where you see them, see off the first wave and then that's you know it, yeah. that's that depth they've got, and no, it's they why don't. they sat at the top of the table with you guys. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's going to be a physical game for them this weekend. Both. And like realistic, that's what I'm hoping for. I hope they go out there and bash the shit out of each other. And, and go to extra time. Yeah, go to extra time. Go 25 minutes in yeah. extra time. And, but um, yeah, it'll be a good game to watch. I'm definitely going to be out there for that one to see who we'll be um, taking on the week after. But yeah, honestly, it's a hard one to pick. Abergasson have got them both times this year. And, but you know, Dudley finished high on the ladder and Dudley are, are on paper probably a better side. But that doesn't mean anything in semi-finals football, does it? Right, look, I honestly think both these sides, if they turn out at their best, um, the one thing you probably will see is a lot of points. Yeah. Um, neither side's afraid to throw the ball around. Um, two really good orchestrators of the game, and Nathan Tuckman and Mick Akers, who can you, who can really take the game on. Interesting, Mick came off the bench last week, carried a, got a couple of knocks in the game, but that experience and you know that ability and you know and and Tucky's a great one who can start to when they when they're getting in trouble if they're not going forward, his kicking game really comes to the fore. Yeah. He's got that long kicking game and yep. he can and he's quite accurate with it. So um, look, I think first and foremost is going to come down to the battle of forwards. Uh, who gets on top early, especially it's going to be, you know, one thirty in, in the afternoon. It's going to be hot. It's going to be a lot of work for some of those big bodies, but whoever can get on top of that uh, early, uh, and then it'll be, you know, the kicking game the kicking game and ball playing of, of those two guys that I just talked about. And, and it's going to literally, I think it'll just come down to wh- whoever's slightly more on. If one team's at 100% and one's at 95, yeah, I think they'll be the one that'll get the chocolates. And, and, you know, good luck to both of them. I, um yeah, like I said, I'll be there watching to make sure I know what's going on. So. I'm sure Pumba and TC will have them both fired up. And, and TC will be noting this week, I reckon, that uh, it's 2-0 and their way, boys. We don't want it to be 3-0. and they'll, and they'll be... They'll, you know, there's a bit of rivalry between them and you guys, so they'd be loving to, the opportunity to come back and um, have another crack at you guys next yeah, week. Sure and and I reckon, you know, scoreline taken out of last week, they'll, they'll fancy themselves both sides if they can get into the, the game with you guys and get you into an arm wrestle. Well, that's even the bigger dance there, isn't it? It's a different game in grand final. Anyone who can turn up there, same as this week, it's... um. It's just a matter of getting there is the hard part. And then, you know, game day, you do your thing. Certainly is. Now, uh, the main competition, the Win Network Premiership, the A-grade, both games, 345. Uh, we've got second taking on third, which is Thornton versus Northern Lakes. And, uh, again, we talk about forward battles. Thornton have been really strong this season, uh, you know, led by Paddy Robards up the middle. Northern Lakes, you know, You've got a former Australian representative in Cade Snowden playing for them. And, you know, I know Cade's probably not quite the player he was when he played for the Kangaroos. But, again, you, you, that's not something you can take lightly. That's exactly right, yeah. And I know, you know a few of the boys from the um, the, Barrow, the Barrow side in there. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're pretty confident in um, in taking it out. So, you know, 
get behind Cade from these um, Northern Lakes boys, and he'll um, he'll have to lead them into battle. Yeah, certainly um, some strong guys there with Hanford and Dent playing in the halves. And an interesting one, Marcus Christensen playing in the front row for them on the weekend. So uh, normally a, a rugby union outside back. Um, and look, there's, there's, you know, some other good names there as you look through their team list. You know, Paddy Robards, Tyler Carter, Dan Killen. Um, and I believe they're still working on trying to get some dispensations finalised for none other than Willie So. Willie So, jeez. You know, he's put, talk about Wendell Wilson. You yeah, know, it's no. the same sort of... <laughs> uh, Wendell was nearly winning scrums by himself on the weekend. Big Willie... Uh, a good workhorse to get through the middle there in league, especially when you've got unlimited interchange. No, you're not wrong. Um, that said, Northern Lakes, they'll they'll be backing themselves too with some of the guys they've got through their side. Uh, a few guys they picked up from uh, Belmont South uh, side last year, including uh, the KFC fiend himself, Aaron Morris. Um, as I said, they've got, you know, Cade and these guys playing as well and uh, and quite a, quite a handy back line. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll need to call on their uh, coach, Jason McKenzie, but that one will be... look. It'll be an absolute belter, and um, as you say, Barrow. I know they fancy themselves the Bears, um, but uh, I think I think Macca thinks he's got uh, his Warriors flying a little bit under the radar. Maybe a lot of people are talking about Dora Creek and Thornton because obviously no one's seen Thornton against either Dora Creek or West Wales, and who are no longer in the competition. So uh, it'll certainly be an interesting one. The other game, and you know, I think most people are, are tipping this as just a you know pretty much you know you wouldn't even get a dollar one about it, but. Yeah. Um, Dora Creek taking on Fingal. Fingal will put up the fight of their lives in this game, but I just don't see where it's enough for them. Uh, we saw Dora Creek have a win by nearly 50 over West last weekend. And, you know, again, you talk about names when you look through these teams, you know, Matt Jeffrey, Royce Jeffrey, uh, Tyrone Amy, uh, Ty Alchin, Reese Alchin, these sorts of guys, uh, the experience of Michael Edmonds, Logan Edwards playing in the halves for them. They're just stacked across the paddock, Dora Creek. They are, mate. They are. And, um, you know that that's that's nearly a uh, a side you wouldn't want to come against in any grade. You know that's a they're a strong outfit and you know, the boys you just mentioned, like, yeah, a lot of ex first graders or current first graders as of next year probably running around. It's not a not an easy task. Right. Again, someone with NRL experience and even more recent than Cade in Tyrone and Amy he gets through a lot of work in the middle and they're fit mobile guys. Reid Alchin's been in the Newcastle Rebels side the last couple of years and you know was one of their players of the tournament two years ago. Uh, mate, Royce Jeffrey, I think. Two games this year. One he scored five. One he scored seven tries. So you know that's more tries than I scored in my career in two games. <laughs> um, and then you know that's that said, Fingal Bay again. It's absolutely their their backs are against the wall. But I'm not I'm not prepared to completely write off a side that's got Tyler Perrin and Isaac Upton in yeah, them because if they right. got if they get out of the gates and can you know get a couple of tries, look, it's going to be everything's got to go right for them. You'd never tell them face to face, but they'll um you're right. <laughs> Mate, they've got a four-pack that's not real big, but it throws above its weight. And, you know, like you said, finals footy, never say never. But, as I said, uh, I don't think there'll be too many bookies offering the dollar one about Dora Creek out there. The thing about this game is, too, you know, you know, as you said, dollar one favourites. Dora could be a little bit of an easy walk. Could be, I'm saying. But then you look at Thornton versus North Lakes, that's going to be an absolute battle. It could potentially make it a lot easier the following week for Dora Creek if they get the easy win this weekend. You know, whereas North Lakes and um, Thornton could be playing two grand finals in a row, you know. Yeah, 100%. That said, you know, with guys like Benny Schneider, Perry White, these sorts of guys, you know, undersized forwards, they will throw everything they've got. And the great thing about Fingal Bay from if you're a North Lakes or a Thornton Beresfield fan is these guys could be down by 50 and they'll still be bashing away in the 80th yeah. minute trying to get shots in under the ribs, all those sorts of fun things. So, uh, look, you know, again, if you're setting a line on this, Dora Creek's probably got uh, a minus well in the double digits, but... Yeah, Fingal Bay will uh, give it a red-hot crack. And, and credit to them, they started out in your grade. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, as, as, as you're probably well aware, it probably came down to a very you know fine line between whether it was you guys or them that, that yeah. went into A grade. And 
you know, no um, no dissonance on your team, you'd probably be in a similar boat. You probably would have run a similar sort of spot in that competition and you probably find yourselves up against an absolute class outfit this weekend. Yeah, so, you're not wrong. Mate, well done to them to, to have gotten this far, to have gotten one game from the grand final after having to step up into A grade. Yeah, yep, you're right, mate. And uh, good luck to them and yeah, hope they get the bickies, really. Yeah, good luck. That is our Newcastle Hunter Rugby League. We might take a... Uh, little brief break and uh, we'll jump back uh, with the Tui's Newcastle Rugby League. All right, back. Uh, I'm still joined by the illustrious Timothy Christie from the Waratah Mayfield Cheetahs, resting himself up, ready for the B-grade grand final next Saturday. Uh, He's uh, hoping it's at St John, but he's he's ready to play anywhere. He tells me so. Um, yeah, I wish and the, the TV New- cameras. He's a uh, dollar fifty for first try scorer here. If uh, the TV cameras are out. Yeah, mate. Newcastle rugby needs to get its stuff together. We need to uh, we need to know where the uh, where the ground's going to be play- where the game's going to be played, so we can organise ourselves and organise team buses and and uh, fan buses up to the, uh, to the stadium. Are you allowed to have fan buses? Are you allowed oh, to have team buses? Oh, mate, we can make something. Huh? Surely we can get something. Yeah, just chuck everyone in the back of your van. Yeah, chuck them in, mate. Yeah. Drive up wherever we. I'm just glad that your van doesn't have tinted windows, mate. Uh, <laughs> There's no windows in the van, mate. Yeah, well, exactly. There could be a reason for that. We'll have to get rid of it soon. Yeah, uh, mate. So, how's the missus feel about you having that uh, little that little beast? What she doesn't know doesn't hurt her. <laughs> <laughs> she obviously doesn't listen to the show, uh, and who could blame with you and I on here? Yeah, you know, um, mate. We might jump into, as I said, the the Tui's Newcastle Rugby League. It is their big dance day. It is the grand final day up at. Maitland Sports Ground, which is an absolute picture, held up so well to uh, eight games of footy over the weekend. Uh, and mate, there was some there was some interesting results certainly across the grades. Uh, you know, aside in Wyong in the first grade, who lost one game all season and only in a narrow last minute uh, loss to West a couple of weeks ago. Straight elimination, one v four, and you're out the door. Yeah. South pip him on the bell, and uh, it was an absolute thriller of a game. I didn't manage to catch any of Saturday's games, but. Uh, yeah, certainly that game on Sunday was an absolute thriller. So uh, it's going to be interesting, but we might just run through the results before we get into the fixtures. So last week's games, they started off obviously both days with the Monarch Blues tag and uh, the four sides involved. We had Maitland, Central, Souths and Wests and uh, both games fairly low scoring affairs. Maitland, eight points to two. They knocked off Central Newcastle. And South Newcastle, 18 points to four. So uh, South Newcastle and Maitland will go through the big dance. Something interesting about this weekend's grand finals, seven teams represented. There's eight slots in four games, seven clubs represented. So it's great to see a spread this year. Um, South's the only club to double up. South's are the only club to double up. I knew you'd note on that. Uh, proud South's boy before you were a Central boy, before you were a Waratah boy, <laughs> and God knows where you'll end up next year. Uh, but, uh, yeah, South's the uh, the minor premiers there. So one and two both went through... Uh, with some good wins there, and uh, Maitland have built their, their year on defence, and and certainly they'll uh, I know they're pretty confident of uh, what they can do uh, here, but uh, they've clashed earlier in the year, and uh, I think it was the uh, Lionesses as they might go by that um, got the chocolates the last time they played twenty points to sixteen, and they've earlier in the year it was Maitland though that pipped them eight, or beat them eighteen points to nil, um, so. Yeah, one all. Who's going to get the uh, chocolates in the big one? Mate, it's a tough one. Like, obviously, you have, have a little soft spot with South, but home ground advantage for Maitland as well. It could, um, could be a huge, huge thing on game day for them, you know, playing where they where they train every week. And, um, that, you know, the girls from South will go good, and, and they've played there and played enough footy there as well. So, yeah, like, probably one of the hardest ones to pick out of the out of the thing. 
yeah, I don't think much will separate them, and uh, it'll certainly be an interesting one. And look, we all know that uh, I'm am a referee first and foremost these days, so I will give a quick con- congratulations to the referees that have been uh, appointed to this weekend's grand finals. Um, so as we go through, so uh, look. A lot of hard work goes into this. Some of the guys that aren't in the refereeing fraternity might not see um, what goes on there in terms of uh, making their way through. But congratulations to young Matt James, who will be in the middle, and Caitlin Lockwood and Alex Fitzgerald, who will be on the touch lines. Uh, and then we've got Marcello Laguna and Mitch Piller in the in goal. So congratulations to all those guys for the 19s. But uh, it'll uh, sorry for the ladies' league tag. It'll certainly be uh, a cracker kicking off nice and early again. Right, so I don't know how I'd go fronting up for a 9.45 kickoff for grand final. But I'll tell you what, if you win, there's a lot of time to drink. <laughs> exactly right. There's a lot of footy to watch afterwards. <laughs> yeah, correct. And, you know, they're led 2,500 up there now. I did, I think I saw something on Newcastle Rugby League site today saying that all the pre-sale tickets are gone. gone yeah, I know, so, I know that um, Central Leagues Club went and bought a whole heap just to give to their boy or sell it back to their boys just to make sure they got numbers there. But, um, yeah, they, they went in a, in a matter of an hour or so, yeah. Yeah, I'm very glad I, uh, I'm i going to be there on grand final day as a uh, standby official, so I don't have to worry about that, otherwise I would have missed out. <laughs> uh, move on to the 19s, and uh, the referee for this one will be Brett Ibe. The touch judges, Matt Cooper and Nathan Hillier. Uh, this one uh, certainly going to be an interesting one. It's a local derby as Central knocked off Maitland 12 points to 6, and Lakes United, the minor premiers, 32-10. Did an absolute job on South Newcastle, so... Uh, Look, there's no love lost between these two sides. Central did pip them last time they played, but uh, Lakes have been pretty classy this year, uh, led by uh, the younger brother of former Lakes United and now Canterbury Bulldogs and New South Wales player Josh Jackson. Oh, okay, that's uh, a bit of, bit of uh, well, a bit of fame in the in the uh, side there. Yeah, certainly. Well, mate, uh, fame or pressure depends how you look at it, doesn't yeah, it? That's you know, true. your brother's a big game player, and uh, look, Jacko's been quite good for them this year, so I'm sure they'll be looking to him. Uh, they're quite a strong side across the paddock, but as are Central and. You know, um, as you'd know from your time at Souths and even now with having gone over to Central, these local derbies, teams just get up even more. They're up for a grand final. This could be anyone's. No, you're right, man. I know that Central side have got a lot of strong players in that. They've got, you know, young Kurt Donahue in that. They've got um, uh, Will Trow at nine. They've got a lot of, um, you know, former rep, junior rep players playing in that side. You couldn't write them off even with the side that Lakes have. It'll be a really good game. Certainly will, mate. Um, so, seeing as you were at Central at the start of the year, I'm assuming you're going the Butcher Boys. I'll, I'll go for Central, yep. 100%. The young Butcher Boys. Uh, in the reserve grade, uh, which we'll jump on to now, and it's uh, young Louis Matheson out in the middle, uh, paired with the uh, Nathan Everly on the touchline, one of our Bachelor of the Year contestants. <laughs> Two former uh, Waratah cheaters. Yeah, mate, uh, they're everywhere. He, he didn't do too well, uh, Nathan Everly, on the Bachelor of the Year, so hopefully he does a bit better on the touchline. And they're paired with the experience, the evergreen Tony Adams. So, uh Looking forward to seeing those guys out there, and it'll be Braden Hunt and Jack Fisher as the in-goal touch judges. How good is bringing back in-goal touch judges? Oh, mate. Anyway, yeah, that be better. Get, 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 your, get your bunker, mate. <laughs> put you put you, you and Nilso in there. Oh, mate. Now, you wouldn't be watching any footy. You'd be talking smack. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, so the uh, prelim finals, it was the minor premiers, Wyong 8 over Lakes United, nil, And Western South, it went to extra time, and it was 13 points to 12. Uh, Josh Dwyer with the field goal for the uh, Rosellas and uh, that knocked out the Lions in uh, a uh, bit of a, a uh, grudge match. Uh, unfortunately, I was really looking for uh, Waratah president Jay Myers to try and uh, pull out the left-footed drop goal, but he just yeah. didn't do it, mate. No, he didn't. He got a bit uh, bit scared, I think. He went missing for a few few minutes there, old Donald Trump, the president. Uh, your, your word's not mine. <laughs> Has he made Waratah great again? He's, he's done well, I think. Mate, if they win a premiership, he'll be taking the credit, or yeah, as you boys do. So, uh, mate, that'll see Wyong and Wes, uh, two of the, I guess, 
the, the perennial powerhouses, um, financially well-suited clubs coming <laughs> up against each other. I've got to be very careful of my words here. Um, but uh, one, you know, obviously Wong's back this year uh, from the Central Coast. They did really well, won the minor premiership in first grade. Uh, as we get to in a sec, they're knocked out. They've made the grand final here. And uh, one of the interesting things, I think, um, based on qualification rules, I think Josh Mantellato will be qualified back into their reserve grade side. So he only played the one game in okay. first grade, which was the semi-final. So the lolly legs, eh? Not, 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 a bad, uh, not a bad ring in to have back in your, into your reserve grade yeah, side. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, ex-NRL uh, winger for the Knights. Ex-NRL, yeah. Two games, I think, in the NRL, but 100 or so over in the Super League with a few trophies and different things over there. So he's got plenty of big game experience and... I think he might have even played with Wyong in 09 when they won the, the Tui's Cup, as it was. Yeah, I think so, he did. He had a great headgear on. I remember seeing the, uh, yeah. seeing the game, yeah. The, for, the forearm guards. He loves those forearm guards. I'm always wondering what he's got stashed in there. <laughs> he's got a bit of PVC pipe, I think. Yeah, possibly. I've had to check him a few times at Touchy. But uh, mate, who, who are you going for here? Two, two sides that you probably have no love lost for? No, nah, I've got a few mates that play down at Wyong. I played a bit of footy back when I was a kid. Um, Toddy Lewis and um, and whatnot. So I'm going for Wyong. You know, everyone, everyone hates West up here. So, yeah. <laughs> Everyone except the referees and the West people. Yeah, fair enough. Whatever you reckon. <laughs> so, all right, never mind. Uh, that'll be so wild it is for you there. And uh, the big one now, this is the game that uh, this will have the bums on seats. And look, if it's half as good as that game between uh, South and Wyong on the weekend, then this will be, mate, you could pay your admission four times over to make it worthwhile. And uh, Not wrong. Yeah, uh, the uh, the South crowd was certainly uh, fairly vocal, yourself included, mate. Uh, getting right behind it, uh, mate, wearing one of your wearing one of your many hats. <laughs> head down, mate. When they were carrying on with the South chant, I'm I'm blue and white now, and all maroon and gold as it is. Mate, I, I did I did love that. There was just one blow from Wong that just kept throwing back. He, he was having a crack, which <laughs> he, is great. He it did was, well. It was pretty. It was pretty good banter actually. So hopefully we can get some of that. Uh, Cessnock come, getting through to a decider again. They haven't got the best record in deciders in recent time, but a big win, 38-14 over West. Uh, they trailed in that game and, and came back and put on an absolute clinic in the second half. So um, they want to start a lot better than that, and I'm sure Toddy Edwards will have talked to them about that. But uh, well, um, yeah, reckon Bobcat's got some tricks up his sleeves after their close win. I'm sure Bobcat does. You know, it's his second year coaching um, a first-grade side now. You know, he, um, he's got them there in the big dance. They beat Wong on the weekend, but... Um, you know, Cessnock are a fairly good side as well. I had a chat to Joe Bromwich on the weekend after their game, and he said their first half they were a bit, um, you know, a bit bit low. And then I'm pretty sure he gave them a little bit of pep talk at halftime, and then they um, they picked up and went from there. Then they he said they pretty much rolled on and just they were scoring points at will, sort of thing. I think Braden Musgrove fell over for a good one, and then um, the redheaded front row got the old jump for the back row. Sorry, what's his name? Uh, Harvey Harvey Neville got yep. a uh, good catch. And fell over the line for the last try of the day, and they were all, um, you know, they all went in um, with big smiles on their faces, ready for the GF. So a bit of uh, grand final blood in the Neville family. Tory's led the Kersley Crushers through to the, the D grade, and They're Harley there. So, mate, um, I just want to ask you about what, like Josh Charles, mate, uh, back on the wing. Do you reckon that was the key? Yeah, big mate. Charlesy. Be off. Oh, from what I've seen, Josh Griffiths was the key. He scored a scored a, a brace or even maybe a hat trick, from what I remember. But yeah, Joshy Charles on the wing and Liam Ford back, back in the halves. Yeah. So. Yeah, Liam Foran uh, obviously playing the halves, a hamstring injury. I, I saw, I don't know what sort of mates he's got, but they, um, I saw something, I think it was in the Herald, saying that he was around at his mates in a hyperbaric chamber. I don't know about you, but I don't have any mates that just have a hyperbaric chamber in their back room. Like, uh, he's got some good good mates then, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Uh, look, you know, I reckon, I reckon you might have a few mates that might have like a, a tanning bed in their back room or something. <laughs> yeah. Dan Nilsson. Yeah, he'd be one of them down in his... Uh, 
in his uh, unit in Sydney. Yeah, mate. And then you got you know Dwayne Sampson. He's got a KFC drive throughout <laughs> the back of his house. So, but um, Penny, Penny Red Rooster. I think, yeah. Then, but uh, no, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, as we said, uh, it is Cessnock taking on um, South. It is. Uh, Second versus fourth, and look, it's a big game. A lot of people sort of said, oh, it's just tier one, but I'm telling you right now, I didn't see the Cessnock game, but you and I were both at the Souths game. Those, those boys weren't treating it like it was just tier one. No. They were putting everything on the line, the no, likes of right. Jason Keelan. And, and the, yeah, the know, pl- even the, the players on the field, like that's, that would like, that line, sorry, that lineup would be a first-grade side in, a, in, a, in the proper comp. And, you know, p- you know, people are saying that there's an asterisk next to the comp if you win it this year, but from the sides I've seen on the weekend, like that, they, are, they are strong sides, and... You know, if you win it, you win it. Like you got, can only beat the team that's in front of you, and you know, if you're, mate, there, you're there. Mate, they're, they're, the, they're the two best sides that have signed up and and turned up throughout the year, and they've made it to the big dance. So, uh, yeah, let that take no shine off you. You, you know, in terms of those guys that win it, we wish everyone all the best, mate. Uh, but one more show next week. I, I believe we'll have Big Dan Nielsen if he's not off on you know whatever on secret secret mission. You know, I don't know who the lucky bloke was that he's out to dinner with tonight, but he brushed us tonight, so. Uh, maybe maybe it was I don't know him him and some of his other fellow firefighter candidates for I don't know twirling their hoses or something posing posing for a calendar maybe. Oh, mate, I hope it's from the shoulders down, and even then, it's not looking too good for Neil. So, I you should need I probably should, we shouldn't throw stones. But <laughs> uh, you're doing you're doing all right for yourself. So just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we're both uh, fortunately members of the Bradman Club. Fortunately, hopefully you'll join us soon. Yep. Uh, but mate, thank you again for your time. Enjoy the week off. I'm sure you've got plenty of footy to get to this weekend. As you touched on, you'll be uh, undoubtedly at the grand final. Very quietly cheering, changing after the uh, 19th from your blue and white shirt into your red and white, I reckon, on Sunday. Yep. Uh, take it easy. Don't go hurting that knee anymore, mate. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess thanks. You've been on a number of times this year, and uh, we appreciate it. We'll undoubtedly have you on a number of times next year as well. And, uh, mate, I might even just hand over to you and Neil say for a couple of episodes. I reckon I'll let you loose and see <laughs> what happens. Me, Maybe Bluey even, if we can get him off Bluey, his weekend yeah. shifts on the uh, on Triple M. Might you just have to give him a call up and... Uh on his, on his weekend show and give him a bit of a spray, what do you reckon? Yeah, mate, that, that could be fun, but uh, anyway. But yeah, good luck to everyone this weekend. Plenty of great footy. Uh, th- three grounds across the weekend. Saturday from 9.30 at both St. John Oval and at uh, Lakeside Sporting Complex at Raymond Terrace through to, you know, you're going to be running until about 6 o'clock at night. So a couple of cracking days of footy there. $5 entry, I think. Unfortunately, as we said, the two is Newcastle Rugby League. Uh, all their pre-sale tickets are sold out. I do believe there's some tickets on the gate, but it's going to be very limited. Uh, but again... Great footy there from 9.45 through till about 5.30. So there'll be um, some boys on the loose on Sunday night, I don't doubt, uh, frequenting some haunts in uh, in the inner city. That's right, yeah. Living close to South Leagues, I might have to pop in there for a few, what do you reckon? I'll pop in with your red and white shirt on. <laughs> unless they lose, right, in which right. case you'll be in there with the you know, Central 19s when I mean, you'll be walking around. You'll be over at Central Leagues Club. But yeah, best of luck to everyone. Make sure to check out our social media channels, uh, Lee Castle AU on Facebook and Twitter and also Instagram. Uh, get your tips in for those that are in the running for our tipping comps. There's only one game left in the Newcastle Rugby League, uh, three games left in the Newcastle and Hunter, so uh, plenty on the line there. Thanks to our good sponsors at Textbet. And if you are going to have a bet, make sure you bet local with Textbet. Um, check them out. If you do need a referral code, uh, flick a message through to the page and... Uh, Big Gareth Vozik or Wacek, however he pronounces his name. The uh, I think he's an Austri- Austrian man. He's uh, well, we'll call it European anyway. Will be nice. Uh, look after you there. He's a good man and uh, yeah, great to have a, a local bookie supporting us and uh, uh, giving everyone somewhere to you know at least you donate your money locally, mate. That's right. Everest, certainly if you pump like me. The Everest on the weekend, mate. You got to get around that too. Yeah, you got any tips, mate? Any tips for the Everest? Uh, I'm not throwing tips out. Last time I did that, I got in trouble. So. Oh, did you? Who yeah. did you get in trouble from? 
Justin Affleck, the one that gave me the tip, I told a few people and then it went no good. So he, he got up me for telling everyone. <laughs> what's, what's, no, just, don't, just don't mention his name. That yeah. would have been a good thing. Shouldn't have said it on live. No, just, 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 just save you $20. Yeah. Just save it, put it on Moritai, you reckon? That's it. Put it on the cheaters. Tim Christie, first try score if, it, if, it, if it's on Bar TV. If it's not me, it'll be Jam Mains for sure. Oh, mate, the superstar <laughs> that he is. But uh, all right, mate. Well, thank you very much again. Uh, good luck to everyone. Enjoy your footy this weekend. And we'll back next week for the uh, last episode of the season. Too easy. Thanks, mate. King, King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Newcastle, Newcastle, Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League.